This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So we've been talking about this. I've seen this documentary before. I just jumped over to HBO Max called Class Action Park. And it was called Action Park in Jersey back in the day. And, you know, the phrase, those were different times, gets batted around a bunch. We were joking about it this morning, or uh, this this weekend. And it really was different because the internet didn't exist. The the, the tra- news didn't travel the way it did. Uh, you can't check things quickly, digitally, the mm-hmm. way you can now. So people would get away with crazy-ass things, man. Action Park was one of those things. So this this developer wants to make money. And... He sees the amusement parks in the late 70s, into the 80s, and the 90s were a huge deal, especially on the East Coast. And what do kids do during the summer? And then he was, you know, not what you'd call worried, because if you were to sue him, he was the insurance company. Nobody would insure him because everything he built was cockamamie. Mm-hmm. All the kids knew it. That's the, the weird difference. Now we have these places that are supposedly safe. You send your children to that you go, look, this is safe, right? Schlitterbahn, uh, a, a carnival. Um, the place down in Texas. I think people were pretty understanding over the years that this was open, the 18 years, that, hey, man, Fracture Park, they used to call it. We just had somebody call and talk about that. Class Action Park. There was a different name for different generations. The injury you got in seventh grade might be different than the one you got in ninth, but all of them apparently were some kind of strange badge of honor. Our next guest is a science and technology journalist and television commentator who has appeared on the History Channel, National Geographic, Discovery and the Travel Channel as well as previously serving as editor at Maxim and Popular Mechanics magazines, and is an expert on the history of pinball. And now, his documentary about the world's most dangerous theme park titled Class Action Park is streaming on HBO Max. Please welcome, Seth Forges. Seth, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, it's great to be here. Hey, man. Uh, well, I think we spoke with you once before when this when this documentary first came out, but now that it's jumped over where everybody can see it on HBO Max, I, uh, dude, it's so interesting and strange and terrible and awesome at the same time. It's all those things. That's what the '80s were. The '80s were terrible and awesome at the same time. You got yeah. it. Yeah, because you know we see these tragedies, which are obviously not funny at all. That little kid just got killed in Texas. We lost a child at, at Schlitterbahn here. Uh, because of people who design stuff. But to me, the difference was, I think everybody knew, every kid at the very least knew, Fracture Park. They knew it, you were, your injuries were going to be something you shared when you got back to school. 
Yeah, you know, you, you called it a badge of honor, and that's exactly right. Kids would come into school on Monday in Jersey, and if they had, like, a scrape or a friction burn or, like, a broken arm, everybody knew instantly that was, that was from accident park. That was from fracture park. Like, today, today you've got Instagram. Before Instagram, all you had were scars, you know, to show things <laughs> off. <laughs> that's so absurdly correct. That is so t- truth. I mean, it was, listen, your scars told your story. You didn't, you were right. There was no photographic e- uh, evidence where you, uh, you would, you would simply get your likes. It would, you'd go to the party, you'd drink a bunch of crappy draft beer, and then you'd show your scars and tell your story. Yeah. And I think that's why the documentary, you know, found an audience outside of New Jersey. Like this was a local regional water park, but I think the entire generation, if you didn't grow up going to action park specifically, you had your own version of action park. Whether yeah. that was like breaking into a quarry, whether oh, that sure. was breaking into abandoned railroad tracks, whether it was doing something just stupid. That's what the 80s were. Oh, no. We had our quarry out near DeSoto. There was a few of them around here. But, you, of course, the ones you jump off the rocks, there was always one kid who got super effed up. And then the rest were just bumps, bruises, scrapes, and broken bones. Yeah. You, yeah. So- what made Action Park so strange was it took that experience, that kind of like latchkey, you know, stranger things, goonies experience of growing up in the 80s. And it put it inside the uh, assumed safety of an amusement park. So your kids are going to be kids. Kids are going to be stupid, but they're being stupid in a place that, you know, it kind of felt safe. If you go to an amusement park, you assume things are safe, but Action Park was just, was, you know, crazy. It was bedlam. Well, and I don't think that the people that ran Action Park cared what the kids were doing. They were like, yeah, no, there was underage drinking. I'm sure there were plenty of babies made there. It was, that was, you just knew when you got on the ride, it ended badly. You didn't think it ended well. You knew it was going to be terrible. When you get in the battle tank, it was going to go bad. The zip lines were ridiculous. The Alpine slides oh should never have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the rides were run by uh, dangerously young children. Like, you know, they got in trouble with the state for having 14, 15 year olds run it. And then the people who ran the park, not only were they aware of, of these, you know, concerns, but they leaned into them. They encouraged them. They realized that the more people kind of got word, this place was a wild place, a place you could, you know, show off your scars at school, the more kids came. So they, they encouraged, like, the local newspapers to write up the, the dangers of this place, to kind of build this myth and build this aura. They knew that people, you know, we're humans, we're weird, man. We're like moths. We love, we love danger. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, we that was the point, right? Like, these are the places where the governor was off of the go-kart. They, 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 a speedboat actually went fast. You you would do stuff. They would build stuff they knew existed in other uh, parks, I think, but they had to do it their style. They, they were just whiskey-tangoing it together. Yeah, and, and, you know, one of the things I think is so amazing about Action Park, now looking back, is you go to uh, you know water park or amusement park today, you're going to see the same rides at almost any water park you go to. Right. It's the kind of like off-the-shelf, cookie-cutter rides. Back then, this was the wild west of the water park days. You know, this was one of, you know, the two or three first modern water parks in the country. You had Wet and Wild, you had Schlitterbahn with you guys, and you had Action Park, and this was the very first. So nobody had really defined really what a water park was. So everything, they're just kind of making it up as they go along. And everything was sort of unique and creative and never done before as a result. And it's kind of amazing looking at this place and just kind of the creative ideas that came to life that nobody would ever do today because, you know, common sense and, and other <laughs> concerns like that. What, what was it, the zip lines over the ice cold pool, the super deep pool? Well, that was, that was a Tarzan swing. You just yes. get a rope and you swing over that thing and you let go. And it looks like fun. And, you know, that wasn't the most dangerous ride by any means, but that was sort of the most Jersey of the rides yeah. because you'd be doing this in front of 
the entire waiting line, the queue of like 100 people would see you just wipe out, would see you face plant, would see you not be able to hold your own body weight and dislocate your shoulder and fall into 20 feet of freezing cold water. And then they would, <laughs> the chance would come. Then the chance would come. And you knew like, oh my goodness, some of those kids are going to be in my chemistry class on Monday and I'm never going to hear the end of this. Yeah. Uh, how do you explain the battle? What are they called? The battle action tanks? Yeah, I mean, this is such a unique ride. They basically put you in this little homemade tank that shot tennis balls. And you just fire at people. If you hit a target, it would sort of like disable and spin around another tank. And this ride was, was kind of cool. But every once in a while, almost every park and action park had something that just kind of blows your mind that somebody decided this would be a good idea. So for this ride in particular, a patron one day broke into one like the shed, stole a tank of gasoline, uh, started dipping all the tennis balls in the gasoline, <laughs> lit them on fire, Jesus. and then started shooting them. So this guy's just shooting flaming tennis balls all over the park. I mean, you can't make that up. No, and, and it just happened. Like, when you get hurt, they would send you, and God only knows what meant nerd. When you said nurse, like, what that really meant. That just meant some <laughs> some drunken housewife who said, okay, I can put back teen on this giant wound. And they would draw the oh. circle in the on the concrete and say, stand there. Yeah, yeah. So if you got, you know, the most common injury was the alpine slide burn, they would call it. That's wipe out on this thing. You go down this track and you lose half your skin. And they bring you to some weird shed and they spray you with this like unlabeled orange liquid bottle. <laughs> and nobody knew what it was. Turns out later it was a mixture of iodine and alcohol. And it was the most painful thing anybody ever felt. And this is actually a true story here. Uh, the director, Judd Apatow, tweeted uh, when my movie came out that the screams in the movie, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, when Steve Carell gets his chest waxed, you know yeah. that scene, right? Yeah, yeah. That was in, the, the screams that he was demanding Steve Carell give him were inspired by his experiences hearing screams coming out of the shed as a kid. <laughs> and so I'm just imagining on set, Judd Apatow being like, no, 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 you're, that's not, I remember it differently. Scream more, more, more blood curdling, more, more, more. But uh, that's true, man. Isn't that crazy? It is. It, well, if you're just joining the show, we're talking with a, a journalist and documentarian, Seth Borges. He's the director of uh, Class Action Park, streaming on HBO Max. But it is a different – we were laughing because we were busting my buddy's ball. Kept used telling his kid, these were different times. Those were different times. Well, there are real, actual moments that that's a legitimate excuse, and that was a different time. Yeah, we didn't know better, right? Right. We didn't, well, we didn't have internet. We didn't have ways to check people's insurance digitally. You couldn't just get online and double check something. That crazy bastard that ran this park couldn't get insured because it was maniacal. So he he made up his own insurance company, insured himself, and of course there was nothing there doing. There was no money for the insurance to pay out. There was never anything real. Yeah, he got really good at sort of uh, you know playing that you know quick step whenever because there were injuries all the time, and you know people get injured, they want to sue. So he. Uh, just became really good at kind of scaring these people away. You know, he'd get all the biggest and baddest lawyers in town, and if you won a lawsuit by some miracle, he would just refuse to pay until yeah. the U.S. Marshals would show up at his door with guns asking for money. And that was just sort of the routine. If you wanted to get paid, you had to show up at the Marshals. And what happened with that? Whatever happened to Gene? When did he die? He's de- I assume he's dead now. Yeah, he died in uh, 2012. And actually kind of an interesting capstone to his story. You know, so the park initially shut down. In 96, uh, he lost control of it. It went to this big chain that really just wanted for the ski resort. Uh, kind of took out a lot of the cool rides from Action Park itself. But in 2010, just uh, two years before he passed away, he took back control of the park, uh, which, you know, if he had been stuck around a couple more years, we might be back to where we were in the 80s. 
Yeah, so crazy. It's so. And by the way, side note, I didn't realize this until Jake and I were talking about it, that you're a, uh, a super pinball historian. I hear you've got an ACDC machine. I've got an Akadaka too, man. Oh, dude, it's the best. And I just got a GNR one. I waited a year for that GNR LE from Jersey. Oh, man, the light show in that game is, is next level. If anybody's never played the GNR pinball machine, it's like it's like a concert in a box, just the light shows. They have these synchronized, like, program lights for every song. How it's many amazing. times have I told you that, Nick? 437. <laughs> Honestly, it's <laughs> and the one me the thing videos. where I'm like, you have no idea. It's a bubble. They clearly had an LD who understood the music and the lights do it for the first time on a machine because it's never been it's never been put together like that. Well, Slash was a co-designer on that. Yeah. Slash worked uh, personally on that on that thing to make it good. Yeah, and I just went out to the Texas Pinball Expo with a, a bunch of friends. We got a couple really great pinball bars in town. You come to Kansas City, we'll go over to the 403 Club. My buddy Artie owns. Absolutely, we're doing it. It's uh, it, it, uh, anything interesting lately? Because I've been looking at that uh, the Godzilla. I'm all all bonered up for, but it's just you know the prices are stupid right now. Prices are stupid, and the back orders on these things are stupid. I mean, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, but they just you know Jersey Jack who makes uh, Guns Roses. Guns Roses, one of the greatest games ever. They just uh, announced Toy Story, totally different yeah, market, totally it's, different. It's, no, it's yeah. going to be great. I, I, although I liked Willy Wonka, I didn't fall in love with it. Yeah, I agree with you. Agree with you there. Yeah, it's so weird. it's so hard to explain to people why you love pinball, but it goes to the action park. It was a different time in the sense that, dude, now it's modern, but it was kinetic and mechanical, and it wasn't just video with some kind of fake haptic feedback. It's it's a legitimate you know what, mechanical thing. You know what it is? It's it's chaos in a box. Like you play you play a video game, you press the same buttons at the same time. You're getting that same game every single time. You walk right. up to a pinball machine. A million times, you're never playing the same game twice. Yeah. It's always different. No, and you know, the uh, uh, the North American female champions, Kansas City, carry. Oh, my goodness. No, it's a pinball uh, town, man. Come on. We're doing it. I'm there. All right, listen, I love it. I, I think it's a great, great documentary. It's called Class Action Park, HBO Max. And, and come by anytime, Seth. You're always welcome here. Appreciate it. Thank right. you very much. Take care, man. Hold on. Uh, see? You met friends. another nerd friend. That's a dude who's working for HBO Max. He's a documentarian and a journalist. He's a respected man. So, you see? You see? I know, but he's cool, too. You know what? Pinball Jeff, respected. I'm not sure. by, But his wife's very respected. I saw her in, the, in a uh, business journal yesterday. I saw that. Kansas City Business Journal. I was like, is that what it's like to be a kept man, Jeffrey? The, the beautiful, successful lady. The beautiful life. blonde lady. And she is. She's tall, beautiful, super successful. Worked for all these gazillion, bazillion, like, super companies. And I'm like... That's what it's like. You're going to go work on an air conditioner today. And that's what I did. A I Disney like, cottage I was out in like, the forest. I was like, man, I got to get that gig. God, I got to get a good yeah, job. I got Sheila on hold. She said she used to live up there. She had friends who worked there. Hey, Sheila, you're on the air. What's up? Um, I was going to say, when I was in high school, um, 79 to 82, my best friend worked at the ski lodge. Or she was a ski patrol person mm-hmm. when she was a freshman in high school. Oh. And then... Um, so she warned me away from the park. We never really went. But so people I, knew. People, people, hold on, people, because people listening maybe don't know. It was it was uh, Action Park was the Action Summertime deal, and then they had a right. ski place uh, during the winter that mm-hmm. was in which I know sounds strange, but there's the same time like they were building Snow Creek as well. Yeah, it's Great Gorge. Yeah, yeah. and um, so anyway, but a lot of people from my high school they were going down there all the time on the weekends. and coming back all scraped up. Um, one person had a wrist fracture. I think that's the worst I ever heard of anybody getting hurt down there, but they loved it. And you never went? And you never went? I never went. I know. Poughkeepsie was only an hour away, but like I said, my friend who worked there, 
said, you know, you really don't want to go there because she knew about the bees and all of these other weird things that were happening. So the the bees. Yeah, there were bees that were right underneath one of the water um, rides. A couple of them. <laughs> There's a bonus. Like 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 like, like <laughs> millions of bees would just suddenly flood out and just sting the piss out of everybody. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. like a that's hive hilarious. that was never removed. Maybe that's you get hilarious. it, maybe you don't. Right. That's kind of a that's kind of a freebie from God, like to make it more exciting, right? It really is. Yeah, of course it is. Yes. You why? Uh, so you never went, but that was such an interesting time in Jersey and New York. <clears throat> On mm-hmm. a completely side note, have you watched the uh, uh, Twisted Sister um, documentary about Fritz from the same era, the eighties, from that like seventy seventy eight to eighties? But if you watch it. It is all about Jersey and the mentality right. of Jersey. There would be literally mm-hmm. every weekend fifteen live music bars in in the city, like and it, right. and bands like Twisted Sister would put two thousand, three thousand, four thousand people in. So they were none mm-hmm. of them had record deals. So these crazy bastards are beating themselves to death at these crazy illegal amusement parks. Mm-hmm. They're going to see these bands that eventually become huge. Like that that time in Jersey is what formed that you know the joke, the Soprano stuff. All those human beings. That's like another race of human beings out there. <laughs> They really are. Yeah. Um, Twisted Sister actually was up in Wappingers Falls, which is just south of Poughkeepsie. See? And um, so I was working with a guy and he said, oh, come play softball. It's from the guys from Twisted Sister. I honestly don't know if it was, but that's what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, that's where they had a record deal. Of course it was. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. nobody nobody lies about the pre-record band deal. You know what I mean? Nobody goes... Yeah, no, I'm really in this band yeah. called Pegasus. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were playing at this place called Ace in the Hole, <laughs> which is a nice little dive out there. Let me tell you something, because uh, I have to write this down. We write down Ace in the Hole, and and it was softball. And, and someday I'm going to bring it up with D on the show, and because he's sober and has always been sober, he remembers yeah. everything. I'll be like, hey, man, I talked to somebody who played softball with you up north of Poughkeepsie. At, you were playing mm-hmm. at Ace in the Hole, and he'll be like, bep, 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 and this was the score. And he'll and he'll yeah. remember. I guarantee you, he'll remember it. Actually, I told him about it. He was at a book signing um, yeah. out there, and I got his book and yeah. mentioned it. And he goes, "Well, you know, he wasn't there." He goes, "I don't know what the other guys in the band did, but they might have." Yeah, yeah. I well, see. There goes that. But trust me, if he were there, <laughs> he no, no, he would remember. I'm telling you, like he would remember. He remembers mm-hmm. everything, which is sometimes to my detriment. He'll be like, "No, John, that's not how it went out." And I was like, "Oh, right. come on." <laughs> All right, listen. You uh, so you you at least went to the rock shows, but you didn't go to the amusement park. But you lived in that part of the world, right. so you you had a pretty. Yeah. Uh, what's what do you think the craziest, most over the top thing you did as a kid was? Oh God, I don't even remember anymore. It's been forever. Um... Oh God, we did such terrible stuff. One time, my buddy, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but he, we were having a keg party that got shut down. And his girlfriend mm-hmm. at the time's dad was a big real estate agent, and suddenly she opened up a model home. We had a party in it. Oh God. Now, nobody oh, puts wow. it, it really, it, first of all, completely illegal and wrong. Second of all, I, mm-hmm. I remember it very well. Nobody destroyed stuff, like I, which is, right. is, is hard to co- comprehend that it didn't get. Right. There was bathrooms, and nobody called the police. And we were could be seen, and there's got to be 50 cars in an unoccupied house. Yeah, and that's it went, strange. We were there at 4.30 in the morning counting out $1 bills. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, and, and, and literally, the next day, she cleaned it up. Mm. And as far uh-huh. as I know, there was never any backlash about it. Wow. I, I, I know it <laughs> yeah. sounds like an impossibility, but I, right. that always sticks out in my head is that could have been a pivotal moment in your, your life, you stupid dick. Kid. Yeah. Another time when he yeah. went to jail and everything changed. Well, you, yeah. 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 Because yeah, that's that is go to jail business. You get into felony. Yeah. You get into really high end money stuff there. The destruction of property oh. that, that turns into a whole different crime. And then you were selling beer to destru- underage kids. 
I was yeah, under, there's that. I was underage too, so. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah that was, would have been a problem. But uh-huh. all right, you stay right. Hold on a second. Hook her up with some tickets for the call. But that that was it was. It, it was I know. I, I it's it, in my head. It was a different time. <laughs> well, that's what we we're laughing because obviously kids today will smoke some weed or do this or do that, and you know Jeff's kids is uh you know college. Mm-hmm. You know she has a boyfriend that, that you know. They're, it's a real, she's an adult. She's 22 years old. She's 20, 22 or 23. And uh, something comes out and he's like, you were different times. I go, Jeff, we did way worse than that. There was different times. And, and I, go, they, I go, yes, from today what you have. But it's the same time for her. She has no responsibility. She isn't married. She doesn't have kids. She doesn't have a mortgage. She has her whole life in front of her. She doesn't have a career. Would that not be exactly where we were at when we were doing those things? Mm-hmm. And he's like, shut up. Carefree. <laughs> no, uh, he knows. He knows what it was, you know. But mm-hmm. it's funny watching somebody turn into their their parent. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I have a story about time Jeff Barry's kid. <laughs> oh, his oldest uh, from his first wife, who's a the kid's on fire now. Like he's out in Colorado. He's just he's great. Like his job, his career, everything he's doing is it couldn't be more amazing to me. It's, it really is unbelievably far beyond anything I could have imagined (laughs) for myself. But at the time the kid's off the rail because he's a kid. Yeah. Because he's with his buddy and they're in the house and they didn't have any papers. So they took the blank pages out of a Bible and rolled a joint. Oh God. Now they weren't, they didn't have any words on them. They were blank. Now remember, I've never seen Jeff in a church, but like all of us, he grew up religious mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> like, right? So, I'm sorry, you're rolling a joint with a Bible picture? <laughs> so, I take stones, kid. He went crazy. Jeff choked him. Jeff died. Jeff jumped over the couch and had him by the throat. Like, <laughs> I mean, that is. A hair over the top of you used a Bible's pages. I don't know. I'm like Jeff. Do you not remember us doing an eight ball with a stripper? That, like no, I don't know. What the Bible? <laughs> no, we might have spanked her with it. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but again, it just you go. Come on, man. What are you? What are we doing? As an adult, I've seen you lose brain cells. As, and this is the ridiculous. This is where you go. We've been way dumber than that. I go. You don't remember doing like an entire case of whippets in your living room? <laughs> Like, God only knows how many words we forgot and an inability to spell and, and fractions that we can't do anymore. Uh, you know what women's are? Yes. All right. I so do. I had to look at F and G and be like, look, he's, he's like, what kind of old-timey drug were you doing? <laughs> oh, no, it, was your, it was your basic <laughs> huffing. It was yeah. your basic yeah. brain-killing huffing. It's your huffing. gateway. It's kind of an introductory. But because it's nitrous oxide, somehow it's not gasoline, right? Mm. You're like, it's not yeah. spray paint, for God's sakes. It makes whipped cream. Right? Don't get overexcited. We used to walk into Dylan's in Olathe in the middle of the night, and you, what you didn't want to do is lift the can. And when nobody was looking, you'd pop the plastic off and then go down on the can, basically. <laughs> if, if you didn't move it, the gas would all come out. And then you'd walk around the store like, oh, 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 oh. Like, grown, we're like 18 years old doing that. Like, why would you do? I and told then, you my friend peed on my mom's couch. Well, yeah, then some poor bastard buys the whipped cream. And they're like, why won't any whipped cream come out? Because that gas is all gone because a huffer and a lather <laughs> killed you. Ru- ruined your children's <laughs> birthday party. Because he went down on a can of ready whip. Like a white trash hooligan. Swear I apologize, Dylan's. Swear to God. That's, I'm like, listen, you can't get that mad at him. We did stuff that was just as stupid. 
So stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I Different just, times. Yeah, yeah. The power of Christ compels you. I can see him flying the power on the couch. Of Christ He's so mad. Oh my God, Choking was he mad? That kid. So mad. <laughs> He used pages from the Bible. John. No, he used n- notation pages in the very back. He still was it's, in a Bible. Oh, well, I'll defend him to the end on that. There were no words on it. I mean, I'm not judging him, but you I know see why he might have been fired up. Go to a hotel room, make a drug deal, take the Bible, and then throw it back in there. <laughs> I ever tell you, I sometimes leave uh, the morning show stickers in the Bible. In the of course rooms. you do. No, I don't but stick that makes them. Sense. For the record, I don't stick them. I just, just, I just, I just lay them in there like a bookmark. <laughs> Just, it's actually a great bookmark. I think say so. That. I think so. I think people wonder what the hell's going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all <laughs> for different times. What Jesus want. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 